Hey there, everybody. Welcome in to the fourth edition of the Restaurant Hoppin' Podcast Eats This Week episode, where we talk about what we ate this week. Uh, uh, joining me, as always, is my far better half. This is Sarah Hoppin'. Hey, everyone. Um, we, had some, we had some pretty good restaurants. We kind of went in a lot of different directions i think we had some really fun stuff we had some ice cream we had some thai food and just a really unique our first dining out experience since the whole pandemic thing hit so yeah, that was like crazy just yeah. actually sitting somewhere that's not our house eating food <laughs> it was very odd to be eating somewhere that wasn't on our couch watching top chef <laughs> we actually had to like look at each other and make conversation i mean much more difficult for you than me because I get to talk to you. You're interesting. And you had to put up with my drivel for an hour and a half. But regardless, we'll get there. We're going to start with our first meal of the week. And that was at a place that, when we recorded our last podcast, I had not even heard of called Rice Noodle Thai. And I got to give a shout out to the Omaha Food Lovers uh, Facebook group because you know, we were just talking one night, what are we going to do for dinner? And you were like, I'm really craving Thai food. Mm-hmm. We should do Thai. Yeah, I think I saw somebody on OFL. Right, of course. Too. I don't even know what Thai restaurant, but I saw their food and I was like, Dan, we probably need to get Thai sometime soon. And it was, and it was probably, a great idea. What, the next day when you're like, hey, yeah, let's go here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we've been to Salween Thai. We've been to Mercy Thai. We've been to a couple other restaurant Thai restaurants around Omaha that we really liked, but we wanted to try something new. And saw a great review from John Stastny of the Wonton John's uh, food truck. And that is a palate that I trust. And I was like, okay, if, if he likes rice noodle Thai, he's been to Bangkok apparently. And he said this is the most authentic he's found. Let's do it. So we went to rice noodle Thai. And, uh, well, we got takeout. Well, yes. Good point. <laughs> this was not our first dine-in experience no so i got um the pad thai you got the drunken noodles it's usually my go-to <laughs> for good reason drunken noodles are delicious um i'll start with my pad thai because i feel like there's just such an interesting dichotomy between our dishes and that they were both so different but really really good and i would have been very happy with either one of them so my pad thai came with chicken and rice. Uh, you can order on a spice level of one, which is their lowest, not very spicy at all, to four, which is supposed to be extra spicy. I love spicy food, so I got a four. <laughs> and Shocking. and it had it had a good spice level, but it was not like blow you out or anything. Yeah, spice level. Yeah, I actually level. tried it, and I didn't die right i think it i think it would be good for the normal person maybe like the normal palate if they ate the whole thing that might get a little spicy but for me it was just a nice like pleasant burn throughout i i (laughs) because that's a real thing people who love hot sauce know exactly what i'm talking about we are few and far between but we are together in solidarity anyway the pad thai was absolutely delicious. It had a very nice sweetness. And the thing that I just loved about this dish is it was just so flavorful. From the sweetness of the sauce, there was a little bit of like a little peanut flavor in the sauce to the heat that came through to the chicken, which was cooked really well. I absolutely love this pad thai. I think 
I mean, it's probably, you know, some of the best that I've had, and I'm not like a Pad Thai connoisseur. I, you know, wouldn't be able to put together rankings or anything like that, but I really, really enjoyed it. I guess if I had one complaint, it's that the dish is supposed to come with shrimp and chicken, and there were two shrimp in the whole thing, which that's a minor complaint, and I know that, you know, part of this whole, uh, you know, restaurants operating in takeout is sometimes stuff like that happens, and I'm not going to kill them for that or anything. It's not a big deal, but I feel it should be noted. I would have liked more shrimp, because the shrimp are very good. Yeah, they were. They just needed to be, they needed some friends. You want to tell uh, the listeners about the Drunken Noodles? Sure. So, like I said earlier, I love Drunken Noodles and typically order them. And these were delicious. I got chicken, and I wasn't feeling very adventurous, so I got a level one on the heat level. Um, But I definitely could have gotten a little bit more spice, probably. So I should next time get a two. Maybe not a three. I don't know. A two would probably be... I think you could could do a three, but two would probably be your happy place. I'd probably drink a lot of water if I did a three. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I might get a little more spice next time. But, I mean, that was totally my fault for ordering a one, so... Um, but yeah, we, I just got chicken drunken noodles. They were delicious. Um, a little sweet, but I think yours was slightly sweet. Yeah, mine was. So I liked that mine was a little more savory, mm-hmm. personally. And um, this is kind of not something that I usually think about, but the vegetables were like cooked perfectly. Yes, they were. Like they weren't soggy. They weren't overcooked. They were like slightly crunchy, but not like raw. Just like the perfect level of crunch. I think the thing that made them stand out is they were such a nice texture contrast to the soft noodles. Mm-hmm. So you you had multiple, you know, they, they added a little bite to it. So it all just wasn't one texture. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why they stood out because, like you said, they were cooked very well. Mm-hmm. And I think something that, you know, I kind of mentioned the dichotomy between these two dishes earlier that made them so interesting is Mine was so, like I mentioned, it had so much flavor. So many things were going on, and it was just so strong. Like, it kind of just, you know, punched your taste buds a little bit, where yours was a lot more subtle. But that does not make it worse by any means. Like, both these dishes, they were very different, but they were also just both really good. I would have been very happy eating either one of them. And I think a part of that is just that I got a lower spice level, too. Yeah. It would have been a bigger punch. Yeah. But but yeah, just also just a different dish. So I would compare it to like going to a rock concert where everything's loud and you know, in your face. Like that was my dish, and your dish was more like going to like a jazz club and there's just soothing jazz, you know, just uh somebody just like tickling the piano, playing a saxophone, just like real calming. Like both of those two <laughs> things can be great. They're just very different. So I'll give you that. Um, the one other thing that I would note about rice noodle Thai, which I really, really liked, and I think if it's not my favorite Thai place in Omaha, it's close. Um, at least in this time period where they're not open for dine-in yet, they're still just doing all takeout orders. We had a little bit of miscommunication on our order, um, and I ordered online. That might, That may have been my fault. So I would just recommend ordering over the phone. Um, I think you can maybe uh, eliminate any miscommunication errors that way. So just a very small recommendation there. But, yeah, if you want to check out, you know, a new Thai place, I haven't heard that much chatter about this place yet. Um, this is this is one to do it at. Um, now uh, moving on to what I would say the main event of our week. This was a very 
unique experience. And one that, I was very confused when you brought it up to me. <laughs> I was kind of confused when I brought it up to you because I wasn't entirely sure what was happening. But it was awesome. Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned, this is our first. This is Friday night. This is our first time dining out since March thirteenth. So almost three months. And a couple weeks ago, we actually didn't get a chance to talk about this on an Eats This Week episode, but we got breakfast from a pop-up called Nice Rolls. Now, this is uh, run by a woman who specializes in making breakfast egg rolls and like just these absolutely delicious gojujang bagel breakfast sandwiches. So it's like a little bit of an Asian spin on breakfast. And it was really, really good. Like I went for breakfast one morning. She op- she operates out of the Archetype Coffee House in Little Bohemia on Fridays and Saturdays. And so I went down there, got some got some food one day, and it was amazing. Absolutely loved it. And she's done like a couple other pop up events um, over the course of the past couple weeks, but she actually put out an announcement on. I believe it was Instagram a couple weeks ago saying that she wanted to do like a special dinner. Would anyone be interested? So of course I messaged her back immediately and was like, yes, please. Like I've had your food. I would love to have a, a whole meal of it. And so we got in on this special dinner where it was just on the archetype patio. There were four tables set up each for two people. We didn't even really know what was on the menu until the day of, which was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. But it was an an Asian-inspired menu, and yeah, we just got to sit out on the patio and enjoyed basically three courses of awesome Asian-inspired food. Um, so let's kick off with the first course. We got two versions of egg rolls, the beef and the vegetable. Um, you want to break those down, Sarah? Well, I love egg rolls, so, um, and that's actually when Dan said he got breakfast there, he got me the breakfast egg rolls. Oh, yeah. They were absolutely phenomenal. With sausage and eggs in the inside, yeah. So you can imagine how good that was. Um, so, yeah, these were just as delicious. Um, that spicy sauce. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we've already mentioned, Sarah's not a huge spice fan, but it, it can't... These, I loved this sauce. Yeah, the egg rolls came with this... It was described as a spicy sauce, but I would say it just... I would, it was spicy. Give it, me some credit. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it definitely had spice, but like spice was not the overwhelming... No. Maybe not even the lead balance. flavor, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the egg rolls were just fried like super well. No, I think the sauce was actually for the bread, but I still dipped my egg rolls in it because... Because you're a pro and right. the sauce was excellent and you weren't going to waste a drop of it. Also bad. Um, but yeah, the egg rolls were nice and crispy, um, not over fried or greasy. Not or greasy, yeah. Yeah, they were just absolutely delicious. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with those? Not with the egg rolls, but I want to move on to the other part of the first course, and that was, I think, as as great as everything was in this meal, I still think this is my favorite. And I wish you guys could see a picture. <laughs> it, it is bizarre looking. I will give you that. It's Korean egg bread. This is a street food snack that is very popular in Korea. I don't really know how to describe it other than to say it's like a giant cornbread muffin with a a hard-boiled egg like baked into it. 
That sounds super. Yes, that sounds super weird. It's awesome. It works. It, it totally works. I'd never had anything like this before. It's like, and I'm a huge fan of cornbread. It was like biting into sweet cornbread, but with egg flavor, and it was. It was soft. It was so moist. I mean, you could just bite into it. You could rip it apart. And yeah, you mentioned dipping it in the spicy sauce. That was that just took it over the top. Yeah, that sweet of the cornbread with the spiciness of the sauce was just delicious. And if you want to experience what that is, I mentioned that Nice Rolls is operating out of Little Bohemia on Friday and Saturday mornings for breakfast. You can get the Korean egg bread for breakfast on those days, and I would highly encourage you to check that out because it's awesome. Uh, moving on to the main course, we each got a bowl of sushi rice. And then we were also served kind of bowls to share of General Tso's chicken and beef bulgogi. Um, start with the beef bulgogi. It's very thinly shaved cuts of beef um, that are marinated in a little bit of a slightly sweet sauce comes with some scallions um i i really liked it it was it was a flavorful dish uh it went well with the rice um if you've had beef bulgogi this is just a, a very good representation of that i don't really even <laughs> yeah, it's cooked really well. yeah i don't know how much to how much else to expand on just that it was really good but as much as we enjoyed that it did pale in comparison to the other main dish, which was the what, what, General Sow's chicken. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry I, I kind of set you up to fail there. That's my fault. I, I'll take the blame for that one. It was really good. No, you're good. So, can you tell us about that though? Uh, so it's um, kind of a crispy chicken in this really good sweet sauce, um, and there's a lot of sauce, but it doesn't make the chicken soggy. So it's mm -hmm. a perfect texture where it's crispy but still covered in sauce and just absolutely amazing. And that was my favorite. And if I wasn't so nice, I would have eaten the whole bowl. <laughs> and I would have been disappointed, but I wouldn't have totally blamed you. So General Tso's Chicken, if I ever just like go to a Chinese, like an Americanized Chinese place and just indulge, General Tso's is my way to go because it, it has a nice balance of spice and sweet. But mostly when you go there, it's just like an overfried piece of chicken that's just rolled in this gooey, cloying sauce. I can see how it might be a little even off-putting to some people. This was not that. I think it was, like you mentioned, it was fried very well to the point where it took on the sauce and it took on the sauce's flavor, but it did not absorb the sauce and become soggy. And that sauce... Um, it's, it has many different things in it, but it's a mainly a mix of like rice vinegar. So you get a little bit of a bite from that, but, uh, soy sauce, hoisin sauce, which has a little bit of spice and then some sugar. So there's just some heat, some sweet, and it's just excellent. I mean, you, I could have eaten the whole thing on its own. It was great with the rice. Just really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> but then the last course was a very pleasant surprise as well. Matcha cupcakes. So if you've heard of matcha before, you've probably seen it in like a matcha green tea. It's a it's a very green drink that usually has some kind of like white flower like swirled into it with cream or whatever on top. 
You're kind of looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm not crazy, am I? I don't know. Well, regardless, (laughs) I am crazy, but not in this instance. But anyway, so you get these four basically bite-sized cupcakes that are green because they're matcha-flavored, but they've got the frosting on it, and they were awesome. Yeah. If we hadn't gotten married, I would have asked Faith to make us matcha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, my sister, she, she made our wedding cake looking back and yeah if we had if our wedding were in the future yeah we'd probably be having a matcha wedding cake because so good yeah just the fact that they're bite-sized makes you just want like five of them Mm -hmm. yeah they're so easy to eat yeah i also would like to note that we ate the entire meal with chopsticks we did i was very proud (laughs) that probably shouldn't sound that impressive and probably some people are rolling their eyes at us which i don't blame them no 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 but (laughs) We are not proficient with chopsticks yet, yet, but we were even, we were offered silverware and we said, no, we're, yeah. we're going to do this the way that it should be done. And Price I f- and everything. I feel like we were respected a tiny bit more for that. And then they saw how clumsy we are, were with the chopsticks and right. they're like, oh boy, these, these people. Anyway, before we move on, I just, I do think we have to note, um, Christina, the owner of Nice Rolls. She kind of put on the dinner. She could not have been nicer. I mean, she was incredible. She came to the table several different times, wearing a mask, by the way. Everything was very safe. They were very careful. But, like, she had written our names before we even got there on the tablecloth. No. Yeah, saying, hey, Dan and Sarah, thanks so much for coming out. Like, we appreciate you. And then afterwards, I mean, we probably stayed and talked for, what, 15 minutes with her? Just talking about her story and local restaurants and everything. I mean literally could not have been a nicer person and it's just fun to hear her passion for what she's doing and just her excitement because this was just i don't know if this was which maybe it was but if it was really kind of in the forefront of her mind of what she wanted to do and then just things with covid made her um, change some plans and then now this is happening and it's just been i think really successful for a good reason because she puts out a fantastic product yeah um so I, I would follow Nice Rolls on Facebook and on Instagram. That's nice and then R-O-L-L-Z, um, the spelling on that, because she said she wants to do more of these dinners in the future. By the way, this whole thing was 50 bucks. That is an incredible val- – like for the food that we got and the quality and the atmosphere, the personal attention, everything, incredible value. Like if, if she would have charged us 75 or $80, I would have walked out of there happy much less 50. So hats off to Christina. Follow them on social media. She's going to do more of these dinners. She she does specials like she's got a special for this weekend. I would highly look into it. It's a um it, it's a it's a spicy Korean burger. The the name is escaping me at the moment. I wish I had it on hand, but it's basically it's a Korean spice burger. It looks incredible and I highly recommend you look into that. So, before I stumble over any more of my words, let's get to the last place that we visited, and this was Saturday night. I'm, I'm going to tee you up, uh, because this was, this was a place that you had on your mind for, for quite some time. For like weeks. We went to Dairy Chef. Yes. Which some of the best ice cream in town. So, I, I would say there, there are two ways that I look at Omaha ice cream, and if you want, like, 
scooped out, like handcrafted flavors. I would say Coneflower is your place to go. If you want soft serve with like mix-ins and everything, Dairy Chef is the place. I guess technically it's in Elkhorn, but I count it as Omaha. Anyway, go ahead. They just have a ton of options, a ton of toppings for their storms is what they call. It's kind of similar to like a McFlurry or a Blizzard from Dairy Queen. Um, And dipped cones. um, I'm sure they have shakes, right? Anyway, Mm -hmm. yeah, they have shakes. Basically, anything you want, they have banana splits, and and they have food too. They have like burgers and kind of diner style food. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we were there for ice cream, of course. So we were not the only people who had this idea. The line was actually quite long and. Of course, it's longer because people are at least somewhat socially distancing and probably wasn't a full six feet apart, but regardless. But the line moved very fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were probably, I'd say when we got in line, probably 15 parties deep, but we got to the front of the line in maybe 10, 15 minutes and got our ice cream five minutes later. So it moved very quickly. You can't go wrong at Dairy Chef and... Okay, two things I want to say here. You can't go wrong at Dairy Chef because all their ice cream is delicious, but I would highly recommend getting a Storm, mm. which Sarah mentioned is like their version of the, you know, the McFlurry, the Blizzard, whatever you want to call it with a mix in. Because if you order one of these things, you get so much candy in it. I mean, like, I think if you order like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Storm, which I've done before, I think you get like. And this is the smallest version. I would say you probably get like 15 Reese's Peanut Butter Cups in there. Maybe not that many. That might be exaggerating a little bit. But there's so much in there. They don't skimp. It is awesome. No, they do not skimp at all. And that's the other thing I want to note about Dairy Chef is the size of things. I mean, if you get like a, if you get the smallest version, that's like getting a large at Dairy Queen. That is not an exaggeration. If you get a large, just normal ice cream cone, you will be served something that is literally as big as your head, as tall as your head, <laughs> and it's insane. Um, Tara, yours, your, what you ordered is probably a little bit more in line with what most people in the public, most listeners would order, so I'll let you go first. So I don't branch out very much with my ice cream, just being honest. I have something that I love and I've loved since uh, probably I was five. I don't even For know. good reason how old I was, but I've, I would make these at home. I always order the same thing at Dairy Queen and now I order the same thing at Dairy Chef and it's just, um, a storm with M&Ms mixed into it. I just absolutely love M&Ms. It's my all time favorite candy. And so just putting that in ice cream, you just can't go wrong. And they, like Dan said, they do not skimp on the toppings. My goodness. Yeah. So so many M&Ms. Oh, yeah, that thing's delicious. And then I be, I got the same thing, but instead of M&M's, I have an unhealthy love of mint. And this is the only ice cream place that I've found that will put Andy's mints into, like, a mix-in. And so I got Andy's mints instead of M&M's. And, I mean, basically, you know what an Andy's mint tastes like. Imagine that mixed with the best version of vanilla soft-serve ice cream. And that's what you get. So Dairy Chef, I mean... I feel like most people know about Dairy Chef at this point. They've at least heard of it. Their curiosity has peaked. If you haven't tried it, get out there. And if you have tried it, this is just another 
reminder yeah that you need to go i mean it's just a quintessential summer place yeah it really is and i think it was kind of fun like obviously this year with covid19 you know things are different normally they have like picnic tables that people will sit at and share and it's a very community atmosphere it's a little different this year people kind of like sit on the grass or they'll sit in their cars or like we even uh popped the trunk on my sister's car and sat in the back of her car and so it's a little bit different than normal, but still just very casual. Everyone just kind of hanging out. It's the perfect place to go during summer. So that sums up the things that we had to eat this week uh, for Dan or for Sarah. Uh, I've been Dan. Thanks for eating with us. <laughs>